Ladies and gentlemen, a very, very warm welcome to another episode of the Developing Dads podcast. Um, I don't really know what to say on this intro, Neil. I'm feeling, <laughs> I don't feel great, if I'm honest. I've kind of, oh. It's like you pick up those, there's just those classic, classic bug things that kick around at this time of year. Like I think I had the same thing literally this time last year, oh, where it's man. kind of, you just bit of a sore throat, a little bit of kind of like a coldy type of feeling, muscles feel a bit rubbish. I kind of, yeah, I wanted to go to the gym and I wanted to go for a run, but you know, here we are, not not doing any of those things uh, and trying to get some work done and also ordering some uh, some Christmas gifts. I think that's about it, really. Um, well, let's let's hope you get bit. the get the cold out the way for Christmas time. Oh, I'm sure I will. Like, it's one of those things that only lasts like a few, like a week or something, something like that. So I should be I should be right as rain. But I appreciate the I appreciate the concern, Neil. It's very kind of you. Neil's in a very festive jumper if you're watching us on uh, on YouTube. And I also yeah. now just stare. He is, he is. He's got, uh, why are you in a festive jumper? Just my eye <laughs> uh, The kids had, the boys had their nativity show. So I thought it would turn up looking very festive and Christmassy. Was this, uh, I've seen a, um, I've seen a recent reel, I think it was, or so, something on social media, let's call it that. And it, it was like, talk, it had this kid in the back, right? And he was talking about how incredible he was. He's going to be like a fence post or something, <laughs> you know, where they're kind of, uh, they're just, you know, he's, he's talking through how serious his role is to <laughs> his fence post thing. So did you, are your kids fence posts or have they uh, been upgraded um, to baby Jesus? So Ben was uh, a camel <laughs> and Lewis was a sheep, I think. But their, their costumes aren't that like wonderful. Um, didn't have any lines to say. Ben got to stand beside one of the kings in the kind of Bethlehem Jesus show, um, and just like hold this big thing that looks like a camel walking around. <laughs> um, How- they, 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 they sang really well. They were they were relatively confident. Ben was. It's interesting seeing them. The dynamic between the twins because Lewis is very confident and just like he's a bit of a fidget and a bit of a like prodding his mate and like a bit of a troublemaker, I think. <laughs> he doesn't sit still. He should be like, Theo, Isaac, what are you doing? Um, whereas Ben just sits there like his eyes peeled, nervous, scared. So yeah, they, they enjoyed it. There's a few kids that um, had moments of like howling tears and stuff. My kids didn't have that, which was which was nice. But yeah, you just sit. sit. Are you suggesting you were, you were looking at other parents thinking my kids are better than yours? <laughs> Is that what you were saying? No, I don't compare. No, <laughs> um, that's that's a lie. I mean, any any kid, any parent who's managed to get one of the kids to be a king or Jesus or Bribery. Mary or whatever, right? <laughs> then they've uh, they've been noted down as clearly, you know, more popular kids or whatever else, and they're going to be more successful. Well, I, I think it's, I think it's the opposite, and this isn't. I mean, I don't know any dads really that listen to the show in my school, but I think that some of the kids have main characters. I think the teachers might feel sorry for them. <laughs> so, so it's the opposite. You can say that they're they're the uh, the shit kids, um, so they get the biggest role. Yeah, yeah, to try to lift their spirits. Wow, wow. Well, you learned it here first, ladies and gentlemen. If your kid is Jesus in the nativity play, then uh, here we go. <laughs> and that's why. Um, well, Jesus is actually a baby that sits in a sits in a cot. If you know the story, I mean, I didn't really know the story until I saw it. Five minutes ago. Um, you didn't know the story of, of uh, the sweet baby Jesus? 
Well, no, I did, but Jesus was a baby, like a tiny baby in a cot. At this, so nobody plays Jesus. That's what I'm trying to get. Oh, right. Okay. So it's just a fake. Yeah. Fake baby. Um, right. Okay. And just during the podcast, I might get a call from, from the car garage because I don't know why it's timed like this, but my car is in for an MOT and a service and I'm due to get a call. So hopefully it's good news um, and there's no other work needed done, but you never know with these, these things. So you might find out Excellent. live in the podcast that I'm in thousands of pounds worth of debt. <laughs> Neil's been bankrupted by, by, by Christmas. Christmas is cancelled. Because of his car. <laughs> anyway, yes, welcome to another episode of the Developing Dads podcast. We um, we haven't planned anything for this uh, overall topic conversation. We're just kind of, uh, we're just going to run with it, see what happens uh, and have a conversation. As you can tell, we've already been having a bit of a chat about nativity plays and all the fun and games of, of whatever it is. But And I've also got some thoughts to, to discuss as I've been spent this morning kind of purchasing various things for stockings and things like that. Um, but either way, on all episodes of the Developing Dads podcast, we always start off with uh, just generally finding out how we both are, what we've been up to, um, what we've been seeing. And outside of uh, Nativity Plays, Neil, I've seen you basically showing the world how great you are uh, while you go for a run. 5k yeah. a day. Yeah. But that's <laughs> why. You didn't need to flex, Neil. Um, yeah, 5k a day. And interestingly, I've actually inspired a lot of people. Well, I say a lot. Four people have inspired to to get out and do something, buy running shoes, or come it's with. More me. than our listeners. That's more <laughs> more than our listeners, Neil. <laughs> yeah. So that feels really good. I've got a really close friend, James, who's now been out with me five times. Five times. Yeah. Um. He's never been a runner before, but he's he's kind of inspired by me, and, and see, man, that that feels good. It feels it feels nice. Um. A couple of other friends are looking for shoe recommendations, trainer recommendations, and so yeah, I feel like I'm um. I'm spreading a bit of inspiration, almost like an influencer on Instagram, Gordon. But yeah, my God, <laughs> I, I tell you, from the pictures that you post, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, just a my scenic. A random scenic, <laughs> random, not very scenic, Neil. Picture of like a cold morning. You know, there's none of this uh, sort of booty shots or you know your what you're wearing that run, or even like a David Goggins thing where you've you've been up since. You know, 3 a.m. and now here you are at Shipped 4 a.m. going for a... Yeah, so I'm disappointed. But yeah, for 15 days running 5K, my stats are getting healthier and my watch says I'm getting better. So It's funny I'm, that, isn't it? I'm, I'm aiming for um, for Christmas Day. I want to do a sub 20 5K because it's been a while. So I'm, I'm, I'm pushing myself up to that. And then Christmas Day, I'm stopping. I'm only going to do 25 days this, this December because you we're ever, tra- traveling down. Do you ever... Um, do you ever look at, you know, when people post their stats on perhaps they've gone for a run, right? Do you ever look at their stats and go, how are you that slow? <laughs> or am I just a prick? No, I, 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 I definitely do that. I'm like, yeah, that, you, you could walk and People are posting that. like six minute Ks, you know, six minutes, six and a half minutes. I'm like, that's, you might as well walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, it's been good. How, how's your training? Have you done much? You were out, you were out earlier in the week. Oh, you went you for go. a run? You went, yeah, I was talking about the idea of, uh, the, the slow. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that's a judgmental prick. No. Yeah. Just, it is what it is. Anyway. And you hear, you hear people try and raise money for charity and they're running a 5k. 
Mike, I'm not going to sponsor you for a 5k. Oh, wow, there's there's a certain <laughs> benchmark, Neil, for you, is there? Right, you've got to you've got to suffer a certain amount, or you've got to be at a certain elite level to raise money for charity. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I think I'd hope the majority of adults out here out there could run a five, not run continuously, but do a 5k without the need to raise money for charity. Neil, Neil, over fifty percent of the UK are obese. <laughs> true, true. So. You you meet more people who can't run a 5k than you meet people who can. Wow. Yeah, I never thought of it like that actually. So so when you think when you think about the charity, like people people running a 5k, it's it's literally that hard because most of the UK is obese. Yeah. Like that's 60 scary. or 70% is like overweight. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, you, know, you just made whoever's been listening to this, you made someone cry or very upset about the fact <laughs> that they uh, can't run a 5k. <laughs> Anyway, it's quite, um, I find I, I do find it though. I do find like running is running's a funny one because there's only there's no like on, on cycling, for example, you can kind of coast. Swimming, you can kind of float. Whereas running, the, the only the, you can only just you have to keep putting your one foot in front of the other. And also, I don't know many people feel this, but I feel it sometimes. It's like how many times do you do one thing for half an hour, like nonstop? Yeah, true. True. Nothing. There's, not, there's like, almost not, nothing. not even work. <laughs> not even cooking. Not even work. Yeah. Not even work. <laughs> like literally just this continuously one foot, one foot, one foot for half an hour. It's quite a long time. Yeah. And there's something about that rhythm that kind of helps your mental health and stuff. Just like getting into the one foot in front of another, arms out, just getting after it. I think I think it's also just a very good middle-aged man's distraction. Yeah, it's quite easy to could say say to your wife and your kids and just say, "Look, I'm going to go outside and go for a run." They're going to be like, "Okay, well, why wouldn't you go for a run? Because it's good for you." <laughs> yeah. But at the same yeah. time, you're like, "It's good for me because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not now." <laughs> so when you commit to doing it daily, that gets like you got to be quite tactical with your scheduling and your your washing yeah. and your showering and yeah, logistics conscious i think that's a there's too many people go through the do life that largely unconscious yeah and having like a task like that or a goal or something that's kind of yeah, moderate term i think it makes you be more conscious of what you're doing yeah yeah anyway what else have you been up to apart from showing everyone how great you are and basically um, telling people on the internet that they shouldn't raise money because they're not running five k's <laughs> Did a, a really satisfying clear out last weekend of all the kids' bedrooms and the playroom. And yeah, just got rid of Toys Charity Shop, gave them away to toy banks now because that's a thing. That's quite, quite sad. Food banks were sad, but <laughs> I, toy banks. But I didn't know, but I've got some thoughts and feelings about that. I was thinking about it. How do they vet? How do they vet the people that go to like food banks and toy well, yeah, banks? You don't. Because there's, there's a means test, right? I don't know if they do a means test anymore, but not for food of, banks or or toy banks. They're public access. No, but if but if you're asking for like benefits from the government, you get kind of tested, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you, whether you're a certain level of disability or if you're you know looking for a job or not looking for a job or what whatever test that might be used. I'm, I'm not familiar with it, but there isn't there's isn't any tests for like you can't you don't you don't get asked before you go into a food bank or a toy bank. No, no. So either of us could just walk into a food bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit odd because 
you'd, you'd hope the, the people in society that can afford food wouldn't use a food bank. But yeah, in this day and age, you probably probably find they do. So we, That's we a did perception, a big, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, you can, you can if, if you go on Instagram right now, you could, be, you could definitely perceive yourself as ugly and poor. Yeah. So it depends, I guess, on your circumstances and your surroundings. You know, if you're you're surrounded by people that just drive Ferraris and you're driving a Ford Fiesta, then nah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing that well, are you? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So, I was just went, I went off piece. I've been thinking about that quite a lot. It's like you know, don't really vet them. Yeah, it's just kind of you can just go in and get a bag of food for free. Quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, clearing out toys, getting ready for Christmas because obviously that's more toys. Although this year has been been quite, I think we've been quite good in terms of how much we've bought the kids and and experiences over plastic things. Um, and then I had my works night out. So normally we get we get to travel down to London. It's a big thing. Like last year, I went to Winter Wonderland in London and stuff. But this year they split the the parties up: one in London, one in Edinburgh. I went to the Edinburgh one, and it was good. Yeah, lots of beer flowing, food, um, nice social socialising. Bit bit hairy yesterday, bit hungover, but I feel like I'm back to back to full full Neil mode. That's the thing. Free drink, free food. Yeah, all paid for. And I, wow. like the we're in Brewdog, and we spent most of the night there. And I don't know what the bill came to. A lot of money. I got to use my ten percent shareholder discount. So that was quite good. What on the oh, whole thing? Yeah. All right. Very good. So, well done, Neil. Yeah. Um, what else? That's it, really. Just living life. A lot, of, lot of dad stuff there, Neil. Yeah. Uh, nativity escape shows. with the kids, nativity shows, clear outs, and Christmas boozing. Yeah, yeah. Isla started a dance dance class, so my week just seems to be getting filled up evenings are getting intense every evening of the week now we've got something on apart from Saturday and Sunday um, and now Isla on Tuesday does dancing straight after school and then she goes to her tutor so yeah I just feel like taxiing and just yeah providing this for the it. kids Gordon this is it this is and this is the quali- the only quality time you'll get with her now is sat in the sat in the car talk, <laughs> yeah. talking to her about stuff yeah. you're right Try to make awkward chat with other mums and dads that are waiting. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait for that. Oh my God. Oh hi, hi. Nice to see you. Nice to see you again. Everyone all right? Yeah. No. Oh well. You get the really nervous—not nervous parents, but the parents that just like constantly are talking at you. Um. Oh, the boys had their first football match, official football match in their strip. I'll least send you photos. Um. They got uh, the strip for the their team, Dulloch Juniors, and. The um, pure Scottish day, howling rain, freezing cold, wind, but they played three 10 minute games. Um, and when I say played, they kind of just like chased the ball in a direction and they were a bit scared of tackling because they didn't know the team. It was another team from like Kirkcaldy or Glenrothes, which they're, they're, <laughs> they're interesting areas to say the least, but they're, they're fine playing against their teammates because they know them. But when they try and tackle a stranger, they just can't do it. So that was fun seeing them trying to navigate football life, and they've got another another match match day on Saturday. So my Saturdays are filling up as well. I did say that weekends are free, but yeah, just dad stuff, dad things. 
it sounds good, Neil. I mean, it I, sounds like you're going to have a lonely life for the next uh, <laughs> 10 years. Just you sat in a car talking to people that are a subcutaneous level of <laughs> chat. And you get the, you get the, there's a, a kid, I won't name names, but he's very, very good at football. Clearly been playing since he was one years old and can like go in for tackles, slide tackles and like, he's just no fear. And um, his dad's very proud. <laughs> like there's just yeah you can see that he's comparing his his child against other kids because there's definitely a few people that have had tra- football training for many many years and the boys have just started so yeah it's there's there's definitely a when it comes to like sport you quickly realize who's good and who's not mm. and there's yeah. usually like a top tier there's like one or two people that are you know they're genetically gifted they're just amazing at what they do then there's kind of like a little tier underneath it which are they're good very good but just not you know, not ridiculous. And then there's everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how long, like, I don't know, last week was a bit hard because it was windy and rainy and they're getting cold. So we'll see, tomorrow's meant to be drier. So we'll see how they get on. Um, but it's about giving the kids experiences. It's about showing them what things are available and we'll see if it's if it sticks. Anyway, how are you doing? Suffering with the cold? Yeah, a wee bit. Um was there a come down from Dubai? Because I find when I'm on holiday, I come back and I'm like, fuck, this is this is reality. I'm um, I mean, I got smacked in the face as soon as I came back. Like, I got straight into work. I had lots of work things to do. And uh, this week's been kind of catching up with stuff. Some like, you know, there's kind of like times in, in self-employed life where there's that balance of you feel like you're absolutely completing it and you're just amazing. And then other minutes you're like, this is fall falling apart. Why not just go and get a job? Because it'd just be much easier. <laughs> so I had a little one yesterday where it was just kind of like uh, just a bits of feedback on something. And then I was just like, oh my God, this is all falling to bits. Like the whole thing's going to just fail and we're all, we're all done for. We're never going to be able to survive. Oh my God. There's no Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. It's just that kind of shit. Right. So I guess there's a bit of that. Um, so yeah, so so um, what was I say? Came came back from a low. So I guess you know this week has just been about. It's been pretty full on. Like my job is now, or my job, my business is now very office office based. Like I literally sit here and have come like either meetings or um, organizing stuff or sorting things out. So it's just trying to do that. Um, I do feel really good. I don't know if I mentioned it or in the podcast, but probably have. Is I've got to I hit my target. Like well, that's a podcast episode Neil we need to do our roundup of 2023 and goals for oh, 2024 yeah. Yeah. at least two episodes maybe three <laughs> could we do it face to face could maybe try and get one of them down yeah we should probably batch record a few or get some stuck in I have um, I have ordered us a very nice bottle of wine um, for uh, Christmas please say it's red you've got... yes it's red of course it is good uh, because you ordered that nice bit of meat so I was like you know what I'll yeah. get a cracking bottle of wine for <laughs> to go with it so maybe we can drink that and do a podcast nice be quite good um goals yeah i had a goal of trying to have um five editors i think i I didn't write them down weirdly um but i did i did want to have like yeah five editors before the end of the year and I've, i've basically hit that target so that feels really really nice it's just that lots of management, right? And producing a lot of content across five editors now and having to schedule it all, manage it all, yeah. meet expectations, not miss sort of mistakes or things happening or whatever else. Um, so that's been kind of interesting and challenging this week and it's kind of running up to the end of the year as well. So making sure everything's paid and done and sorted and whatnot. Um, 
did have a date night on Tuesday night, which was very, very good. Um, we went to a, went to a restaurant called Sucre. Sucre? Sucre. It was an Argentinian sort of uh, South American restaurant. It was nice, but uh, it was just a bit slow. You were just kind of a bit disappointed that it was slow. And then we went to go and see Elf the Musical. Oh, nice. So you know the, uh, you know the film, so we went to see the yeah, musical. Yeah. The musical. The musical was good. I wouldn't say it blew me away in any way, but it was very good musical theatre and it was nice. And it was absolutely jam-packed, um, which is good to do. And then uh, two days of just kind of work stuff, and then uh, I actually have a Christmas party tonight, funnily what, enough. A work one, or are you kind of going out with friends? It's a worky or? kind of one. So the, there was, a, again, re- referencing back to the, uh, the incredible thing that is Instagram, but essentially uh, the self-employed Christmas party. Have you seen the guy drinking Guinness on his own? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happens in a Christmas party for me. So we... Uh, <laughs> But we've got this kind of thing when we finished with Ali, there was five of us uh, and each year we've met up for a Christmas oh, uh, nice. Christmas di- lunch slash dinner. So tonight we've got that. So we're going to go to a brewery and then we've got uh, food in a pub somewhere, I think. So we're going to catch up and do that. Busy weekend. Got a Christmas walk tomorrow in some farm or something. Um, it, it's what city people do, Neil. Like they're not, they're not really used to the life that we had when we would just go out and there's a cow, you know, <laughs> yeah, or a rabbit, yeah. wild rabbit or a chicken. So we're going to do that on, I think, Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm off to church. Wow. Why? Yeah. Why not, Neil, eh? You know, a go, cri- and see the, go, a, go and see the christening? baby Jesus. Nah, it's uh, carol singing. Oh. Oh. I, I've been volunteered. This isn't a... Uh, you're the carol singer. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you've heard my dulcet tones. Beautiful. Yeah. Angelic. Uh, yeah, a couple of friends go to a local church, and I think Laura had been invited to some carol singing. So I said, you know what, I'll come along. Support, nice. do, support, the, uh, support the gang. Sit and listen to some carol singing. Is I that, doubt I'll is, be able to join in. Is Olivia coming? Yeah, with the whole gang, the whole gaggle. So what I'll do is I'll cling on to her, as my uh, as my protection blanket, and then Laura can deal with with all the chat. Pretty much how, how it works, right, Neil? Yeah. So you nice. get around it. You just use your kids as like a protection thing, right? Yeah, distraction. Oh, you want to go outside? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that over there? Oh, quick! <laughs> you need a toilet. Let's, let's, let's go. <laughs> oh, you've seen a poo poo. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done all that. I get you out of many tricky situations. Oh, my camera's gone off. Um, and then we've got some lunch on. Saturday afternoon that I was volunteered to to basically sort out. So that's oh, are you, are you hosting? Yes, we are hosting. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it, really. I've been doing a bit of Christmas shopping though. You've done all, have you done all of your Christmas shopping or not? Every single bit before December hit. Nothing's wrapped. Everything's in mum and dad's garage. Um, and yeah, it's funny. It's, I'm just thinking like one of our main reasons of doing this podcast is for the kids to listen to back when they're when they're older and maybe we're gone, and just hearing like the stories of us planning Christmas or Christmas presents are in um, the garage, my dad's garage. So yeah, I haven't wrapped them yet, but they're all be, all, all been bought, stockings, everything. Um, that feels good. Nice. Um, what about you? Have you started? Finished? Halfway through? Mate, I've I've done some. Like I bought one of my secret Santas. That's been done. I've been sat having to sign up to websites that I'm never ever going to use again for Laura's 
stalking. <laughs> doing, a, doing a stalking each. So, you know, you sign up to all these kind of like websites. I'm like, I don't buy stuff from these websites because they yeah. contain, and, and it's like, get 10% off and then you've got to give them their mobile number and give them their email address. And now I'm about to get about a billion spam emails for the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I'll forget to unsubscribe and they'll still be there. Um, so I haven't really done too much. Uh, what I do find quite weird and quite nice is, remember back in the day when there was, well, the internet was there, but not really online shopping. And you'd have yeah. to set a day yeah. where you go, right, I'm going to go into such a place and go and buy into some crap. Yeah. In, into town. Um, I'm glad that's So I'm, I'm, I'm actually delighted, yeah. I can just sit on my computer here with my central heating on and, and enjoy <laughs> buying crap on the internet. And it gets yeah. sent to me. Best, it, just means best, best it, it just means that, Neil, I think basically the country is just going to become less of the 5K runners that you expect them to be. <laughs> I mean, what is what is the future of the high street? Well, not very good. I'm honest. Talking, I think it's going to be f- talking about re- retail stuff. The um, Jeff Bezos, who hopefully you know is the founder of, oh, and I know I know you know Gordon, but the founder of Amazon. Um, he's never done a podcast before. He's never really in the public eye. You don't really see much interviews or talks with him. He's done a couple, but nothing major. Anyway, he sat down with Lex Friedman. He's got a good, good podcast for two and a half hours, um, talking about his life and all the ups and downs. So, I think Amazon's really? one of the one of the companies that's going to destroy the the high street. And apparently, I've never not listened to it yet. It was released yesterday, so I'd recommend it if you're interested in Jeff Bezos's life and world. Yeah, but the thing with the, the thing with the high street is, I think it just became it it it, it kind of moved too far away from community. Yeah, just like bargain hunting and like... A little bit. A little bit of like bargain hunting stuff, but just kind of, you know, when you would go to your butcher, you'd, you'd know the name yeah. of the butcher. And when you go to the fishmonger, you know the fishmonger's name. And when you go to the shoemaker, you know the shoemaker's name. And, you know, you go to, I don't know, the grocer, and you know the grocer's name. And like Local all that toy stuff. shops and, yeah, like, Stra- remember Strachan's? I think that's yeah, around. It, but yeah. those kind of shops. And I get it. It's not going to be the same, but then... If you really lean on the kind of artisanal, individual, personalized, community-based stuff, I think it survives better than than what it currently is. Um, yeah, because you, you look at Brewdog, like Brew, like what's Brewdog's success been? Just opening up hundreds of bars. Well, but community-based, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, like that cult, cult kind of feeling. Yeah, the cult following stuff, and that that's kind of saved the pub. Yeah, because it's introduced yeah. a bunch of young men. Some young women, I suppose, but young men to the pub culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, most boozers are kind of old man pubs, right? Where it's kind of, it's where you go to die. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Whereas Brewdog turned it cool. You know, it was fun. It was nice. It was a good place to go. It's kind of, why wouldn't you go there? Because you're trying out this new beer and blah, blah, blah. Whereas before it was kind of just an old man's pub where someone would be sat in the same seat every day. 10 yeah, o'clock. Same stories. So I guess like the high street stuff, it's got to compete against that. Um, yeah. But I do think if, if it's going to win, it's going to have to be something that's probably more, yeah, more community-based, more personalised, more artisanal. It's probably more expensive. Like if you look at Jermine Street in London where all the shoemakers and stuff are and the sort of bespoke shirt makers and things, they'll survive just fine. I mean, they'll be expensive, but they'll survive just fine. I think. Yeah, because people want that experience of handcrafted and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Interestingly, Gymshark opened up in London. 
It did. Actual in Oxford Street, in fact. Bricks and mortar, yeah. That's a mad move. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't I don't really know. I don't I don't I don't know how successful it'll be or not. Or yeah, I mean they've got that kind of cult following like you mentioned with Brewdog. There's like yeah. diehard Gymshark community people that are Yeah. And they have like the shop itself kind of centers around stuff like they've got a run club and they've got like a yoga club and there's a gym, I think, in it. So you can have personal yeah. training sessions if you want. So it's kind of again it it's going down a route that's more community based, activity based. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Rather than it just being a you just go and buy clothes. That's kind of like the side the side effect of it is you buy clothes. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is kind of good. Did you take anything away from the Amazon Jeff Bezos it podcast? I've just oh, right. just just released yesterday, so it's on my, on my list to listen to. Apparently, Dad was to tell me he came to the Nativity Show and he's listened to it already. And apparently, they talk a lot about Elon Musk. And Jeff apparently says he's not really met him before. Met him a couple of times at events, but they've not really spoken. But yet they're kind of on this race to to space. And Jeff Bezos is apparently making massive progress, but you just don't hear about it because Elon Musk kind of has that SpaceX and he's very vocal. But Jeff is very quiet and personal and doesn't shout about it. There is kind of a new age uh, CEO now, isn't there? Or founder or whatever it is, where there's, they tend, some of them build like personal brands around it, right? Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, that, that's a what, success. Yeah, but but does it have it? Like, is Jeff Bezos less successful than Elon Musk? Yeah, it depends. It depends how you how you measure success, isn't it? If it's reach of people listening to your message, then I think Elon's probably more successful. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, what is the uh, what is the stats of the two of them? Um, rich list twenty twenty three. Let's have a look. Um, billionaires, Forbes billionaires, twenty twenty three. Let's see, Elon's. I think Elon's ahead, isn't he? Something like that. Oh no, Just... you got the Bernard Arnold family, the ones that own LVHM. Elon and Jeff Bezos. Yeah, there's about thirty billion, sixty billion between the two of them. Who's who's richer? There's a guy called Bernard Arnold. Uh, but who, who's richer in terms of Elon and Jeff? Oh, Elon. He's got 180 billion and Jeff's got 114 billion. <laughs> wow. I know. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like when, when we were kids, or not kids, even like 16, 17, I remember looking at like the rich list of people and they were like 50 million, 100 million. Now it's just like gone up to like just astronomical amounts of money. Yeah. I mean, Inflation's pretty hardcore. Like it, especially if, even especially if, when you're looking at 500 million against inflation. <laughs> yeah, because, it, you know, if you think about even football players, right, now they're they're selling for 100 million pounds. Whereas back when we were what? kids, they were selling wow. for like 20 million. Yeah, 10, 20 million. Wow. You know, so I guess it, it, there's some aspects of it, like there's more money in the world because I don't know who told me this, but they've printed, they print, during the pandemic, they printed more money uh, during the pandemic than all the money combined ever. Wow. So that's why we've seen like stupid inflation rates because yeah. people just had money in their bank because they got free money, right? So I guess, yeah, I guess the whole the billion, billionaire thing, it's kind of a bit, it's a bit mad because you can't even spend it. Like, there's no way that these people are going to spend 150 billion yeah. in a lifetime. Yeah. No way. Um, 
There was, but, yeah. Talking about rich people and um, Bill Gates, I was listening to a podcast, who is a Spotify own podcast actually, very, very good. Bill Gates was on it for 45 minutes and um, it was very informal, which was interesting and hearing just Bill joke around and being the richest man in the world or one of the richest men in the world. Um, and like he walks down the street now and people shout at him and say, why, why have you put a microchip inside me? Why are you tracking me? And like, there's a, there's a really famous book now that's been written all about how and why Bill Gates is tracking everyone. And it just blows my mind that like people are like that, but also you've got um, you've got uh, Bill Gates laughing about it and he's, and shouting back saying like, "Why would I want to track you?" <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's a bizarre one. I, th- I think that's that's about kind of the the spreading of like messages. So previously like negative messages or silly things, if you will, would be spread very slowly. Yeah. You know, they'd be very, spread very slowly. They'd be spread only through a small patch of probably people or villagers. And then fade out, probably. just. And then, yeah. And each each village that was, a, you know, a significant distance apart would all have different views on certain things and silly different things would come out. Whereas you take an idea... You put it on the internet, it's now, you know, 50% of the world, 75% of the world has access to that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by just definition, it just has more route, faster route to craziness, right? So, when it mentions the world's richest man, it's going to gain yeah. traction. Yeah, stuff like that. You know, it's kind of, our headlines have just gone down the route of kind of just just too extreme really just they want extremes they want negatives they want uh struggles criticisms like just stuff like that rather than it being sort of positive um but i don't know i don't know where, where were we going with this conversation about billionaires i have no idea we're just talking about elon musk um jeff oh shopping on the high street jeff bezos oh yeah that was the yeah. thread that took it all together yeah i just i just quite like the fact that i can sit on my pants and order all my christmas shopping and not have to go out the front door First of yeah. all, to talk to anybody. Second of all, to avoid the crowds and then just and you, generally you can just compare prices. It. I find myself like looking oh. at Argos, looking at Amazon, yeah. and to me, sat here filling in, filling in details to build an account to get ten percent off. <laughs> it only really saves me on the delivery. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did one once where I was ordering a bunch of stuff and it took me down the delivery. So the delivery was like over a hundred pounds. You get free delivery, and my discount code made it like ninety pounds. So I ought to, like. <laughs> so I bought more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But that's it. That's how they get you. It's it's quite clever because it's um like you say you can compare all the prices and all that kind of thing. But they get you. They get you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know they get you. They get you on something like that. The the I bought some nice champagne and some wine for when you're down. And again, got me on the delivery. <laughs> yeah. Big time. But yeah, it, it is what it is. Um. Yeah, I don't really. I don't. I don't really have much. I haven't really been kind of paying attention to anything. I've just been kind of have a head down working this week, Neil. So I don't have any anything interesting to t- to talk anything to you about. Or, um, not, do I have not particularly one thing that I I get asked? I've I've got asked recently, and this is down to my my five k a day thing and post on Instagram. It's how do I keep up that motivation? How do I? I'm hungover. It's pissing me down with rain. It's dark, but I still manage to put my shoes on and get the mileage. Um. And I don't really have an answer for it. I don't really know where that kind of, where the why comes it's from. It's a hack, Neil. It's a hack. Like you, you've just, you've discovered a hack that you, <laughs> you, you put your left shoe on first and that triggers, triggers something in your brain. A couple of, not even squats, Neil. They're like, they're a particular type of squat 
where <laughs> you know you've got to clench your right butt cheek as you stand up. Neil hacks hacks motivation, hack discipline. That's a, that's a title. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how. I don't, like, I don't know. How, I don't know what's the what's the secret answer. I wish I knew. There I isn't a secret. It's just you do the thing. <laughs> I know, but why do some people find it really hard to do the thing and continuously do it? But for for whatever reason, like, but how, do, how the thing the thing that you someone says, oh, I find it really difficult to do this, or I find it really difficult to I, use your example. I find it really difficult to go for a run. Okay, like there's there's difficult things all day, every day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what to say. It's like, how do I find the motivation? It's like, well, I just do. Yeah, yeah. And not, not in like a patronizing sense. It's just like you literally just put your trainers on and go for a run. Maybe that's you said you would go for a run. Yeah, yeah, I've committed to There's it. no formula. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't, I'm not going to eat chocolate cake. Okay, don't eat chocolate cake. Yeah, but I just get so tempted. Okay. <laughs> eat the cake then. <laughs> Eat the cake then. Yeah, but I don't want to eat the cake. Don't eat the cake then. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think I have any. You know. I mean, part of the, there's probably one thing. There's a few things that I'd probably say I do is that you know what's the outcome if I go for a run, and I do it well. I know that the next time I go for a run. I'm going to probably do better. That's just how it works. Yeah. And I know that if I go for a run at the end of it, like I know that when I go for a run, unlike most things, it feels worse at the start than it does at the end. Oh yeah. I've never regretted going for a run. I've never come back no. and said that was shit. No, never. I've gone, I should have probably drank more water and ate something. Yeah. But yeah. equally I've always, I've, I've always felt had the difficulty of, you know, like you say, getting up and going and doing the run. But I've never come out of it going, I, I didn't enjoy this. So I focus on that, I guess. I, I focus slightly on the outcome where I'm like, I know I feel better when I finish this. So I'm just going to go yeah. and do it. But equally, it's like, well, you, you just got to go and do it. Like, how do you find the motivation? You, you, it's a fallacy. You're not going to find shit. Yeah. You suddenly yeah. open up a box and go, oh, there's my motivation. I'll just <laughs> plug that in. No. Yeah, it swallow works. a pill. It doesn't work. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's... I, I, I don't know. I uh, I wonder if one day one day there'll be a pill that um, increases motivation by twenty percent or something ridiculous. I mean, caffeine helps. It does. Like yeah, early morning runs, you get a caffeine hit. Cocaine's probably pretty good. <laughs> I've never tried it, but I'm pretty sure that's that's a strong a strong yeah. one. I wonder um, what the come down yeah. is after cocaine and a run. I don't know. I actually said to someone the other day, I'd, I've I've never taken any drugs, and Something about me is like, what would ecstasy be like? You know, go to a Fred again concert and just take some ecstasy and see what happens. <laughs> I know. But then, they, but then they did say that they've taken quite a bit of drugs and they were like, the, 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 down, the downer stage of it's pretty bad. I'm like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. But, you know, just one time, just go to a Fred again concert and pop some pills, see what happens. I, I don't understand what, how Fred again so popular. I'm not a massive fan. I love it, Neil. Oh. He's... I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think some of it, not all of his music is great. Don't get me wrong. A good portion of it I like. But have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy like perform 
Or have you seen the guy try and like do stuff? I've no, I've never seen him. I've just listened to the music on Spotify. So, so a long story short is his dad was the king's counsel, so direct king's counsel. So he's a lawyer for the king, right? Uh, so which king? Uh, current king, Charlesy. Wow. And he's like he's his uncle or his great grandfather or his grandfather was like an aristocrat or something or they've all been kind of involved in sort of the royal family and you know high high society in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's classically trained, so he wow. plays piano. He plays like xylophone. He's uh, you know he he understands music basically. Is what I'm saying, like classically trained. And here he is making like tech, techno slash drum and bass. Wow, I didn't know that was his, that was his background. So for me, like I've watched him do some bits and pieces where he he played for the uh, Radio One DJ Zane. Is that his name? Yeah, Zane Lowe. So if you type in on YouTube, you go in like Zane Lowe and Fred again, and he's got this kind of like beat beat tapper box thing, right? He just he just cracks out a tune on it, just blue 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 blue. Wow. Um, that's exactly what the tune sounded like. And, <laughs> and then you see him on like the, t on the, like on the subway in New York, he's like making music and he's just kind of like making stuff. And it's just phenomenal, Neil. Like he's, he's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So I guess part of me likes it also because of that, because he's classically trained, knows what he's doing. Uh, he's got this kind of interesting kind of quirky background that doesn't really relate anything to the, what he does. Um, and just the way he layers music as well. It's not just, he takes samples certain things and then makes a song out of it and then I uh, don't know sorry I'm going on I like no, it so I'll check out, check out the video I just found it on, on YouTube yeah yeah. so uh, so basically my moral of that story is I just want to go and take some exercise and listen to Fred again Steve Adams <laughs> not that I'm going to but you know that'd be irresponsible a dad of one and a husband um, yeah I, I, yeah I don't really know what else to talk about really Neil, I think we can wrap up I mean we hit the, hit the 41 minute mark 42 minutes. All right, so we've, we've dragged out long enough for the three and a half <laughs> listeners to get to their 40, 41 mark. And my um, phone's saying it's got less than 5% battery remaining. And I use my phone for the camera. Excellent. So we've, we've timed it right, Neil. Um, yeah. As always, of two the three and a half listeners that have been listening to this podcast, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we, uh, we're running into the new year. I'm very much looking forward to look, seeing Neil in two weeks. Um, catching up with him, having some food, drinks, whatever's going to come along with the uh, the usual sort of festivities, festive chat and stuff. Um, if you are, we are across all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you want to leave us a review, that would be fantastic. Um, I think we're still on 10 reviews on Spotify, but you know, if you fancy dropping us another one, that would be very, very nice. Um, we are on YouTube as well, so you'll see us in crispy 4K, certainly my side of things. Um, that's it really, isn't it, Neil? Yeah. Neil posts on Instagram sometimes, developing dads. Uh, haven't seen one for a while, but you know. I'll get one out soon. You know, and soon. I think he's probably posted about three this year. <laughs> thanks for listening. Anyway. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll, I guess, see you in the next one, right? Aye. Right. Maybe I'll wear my Christmas jumper, Neil. Maybe. Cheers. <laughs>